So you got like a, a chest restraint that comes across, and you got this. Burp. That was uh, New Belgium Brewery. Good evening. On behalf of Three Sheets to the Mouse, the podcast where drinks get served, cloacas get loved, and adults act like adolescent teenagers in a pack and play, we welcome you to our show. We're gathered here tonight around the bar as people have been doing and getting wasted for thousands and thousands of years before us to share adult humor and Disney drinks. Tonight, a true adventure emerges as we drink together and tell our story together as one. We hope you enjoy our story tonight. Reflections of Booze. and welcome to episode 49 of Three Sheets of the Mouse. We're five average guys with love for all things Disney. And joining me on this week's show are four guys who got a friend in me, Adam. That, I don't know how to take that. <laughs> Sounds like someone's <laughs> taking it. <laughs> Mikey. I'm a little uncomfortable there, sorry. I think I've said everything that needs to be said right now. <laughs> Trenton. Howdy, partners. And Tim. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> We're here to talk to you about Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relax, grab yourself a whiskey sour, and enjoy the adult side of Disney with three sheets to the mouse. Uh, speaking of whiskey sour, Mikey, that sour face you made, what were you drinking? Had nothing to do with the bottle I just opened, actually. <laughs> what, are you, what are you drinking? Uh... I've got a bottle of New Belgium beer here. It's their Belgian collection. If you're Trenton, it's Belgian. But if you like sharing animated GIFs, it's Belgian. <laughs> it is, this is going to uh, make a fantastic poll later. Is, yeah, well, you know all about polls. <laughs> so how are you going <laughs> to... Don't forget, any... Scott has friends in him. <laughs> That's right. And don't we still currently have a, a drinking pole somewhere buried deep in the bowels of Three Sheets to the Mouse? About yes. what the uh, yes, we do. drink of the year for 2017 was. Drink of the year. Okay. Well, it, it's buried, so it's, it's of no uh, consequence right now. Now, I'm drinking uh, the Abbey, which is their uh, Belgian-style double. Really? How is it? And it does not taste good. <laughs> really? It's got a lot of citrus. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah no, we didn't like it either. end of it. We tried it. As you make sense. Yeah, I don't think we liked that one if I remember correctly. Yeah, it just, well, I mean, it just, uh, I'm, I'm getting like, yeah, I'm getting like almost grapefruit. Yeah, it should be burnt sugar, caramel, dark fruit, not that. That's so I'm, weird. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm like, getting grapefruit, so I'm going to blame them fucking weed heads in Colorado for screwing up a good beer. Well, 
Maybe your taste buds are a little screwy. You know, you know what they. Well, I did. I am. I am chasing my 1792 with it, so that may have. Some that, yeah, that probably has something to do with it. But you know what they they do have some weird funky beers That's like that uh, tangerine IPA they have. It's citradelic. Yeah, did not like that at all. Yeah, had, had that. Had that. Um, they got that sour. Whatever it is. Well, the that lemon just ginger tastes like you're yeah. drinking lemon piss. <laughs> yeah. Don't it, look. Triple H said it best. Don't fruit the beer. Uh, speaking of fruited beer, but you can grapefruit your man. <laughs> yes, you can. Um, that is something I'll never unsee. Trenton, what are you drinking tonight? I have uh, lemonade and vodka tonight. My second one because the first one got spilt on my keyboard before we started recording. You are so basic. It's pink <laughs> lemonade too. No, you. No, no, but you have to say what kind of lemonade it is. It's pink lemonade. I just said that, Adam. No, but what kind what of brand? lemonade? Oh, what oh, it brand? Is just light lemonade. Watch, watch, <laughs> watching my figure for the winner. <laughs> you really are a basic white girl. Yep. Man. Oh my God, he's got a straw. He's got a straw. A a straw. straw. And I need three ice cubes, please. <laughs> there should like eight. There should there should be glow cubes in that. If I had any, it would be fucking in there. Um, Tim, what are you drinking tonight? Widow Jane. Ooh. He opened up the se- our second bottle of Widow Jane. I didn't have, want to do it, but... Have you looked into getting the 12-year? What's that? Have you looked uh, into getting the 12-year? I have, and I might get it. Um, I heard it's not as good as the 10-year, though. I don't know. I, I, I'd be willing to try the 12-year, but... You've, I'm willing to try. I might get. You've got a high recommendation on the ten year, so uh, yeah, ten years are really tasty. Adam, what are you drinking tonight? I got the little bit left of my Russell's Reserve ten year. Uh, the, the wild it's turkey. Not, it is that much? It's oh uh, man, it's almost that's, empty. That's uh, <laughs> you know what on the on the whiskey tribe that Mikey and I um, frequent now. That is, I've seen that in a lot of recent pictures. Of people's collections. It's almost gone. It's not that expensive either. It's I think it was like on sale for like twenty eight bucks here. So that's not bad. That's not bad at all. It ought to be raining men by the end of the night. Uh yeah, because I'm I'm nearly finished with this bottle of filibuster, uh, filibuster straight bourbon whiskey, which I made my old fashioned out of. Which is really so good. So you're drinking an old fashioned, but you dedicate the show to whiskey sours. I'm confused. It's okay. We it's, all are. Well, I gotta confuse you, Mikey. Gotta confuse you. See, I don't like sour mix. You know what? I've I had I had a whiskey sour uh, over at the Tune In Lounge a couple of years ago. It's not bad. It's okay. Just not a big fan of sour mix. I've never like really liked sours. My uh, my wife, she actually liked the whiskey sour. Like that's one of the few times I've seen her drink whiskey. You got to make it with a raw egg. That's the trick. Yeah, that gets at the frothy, the foam. Mm-hmm. But tonight <laughs> we have an interesting, very interesting show. Uh, Toy Story Land has not even opened. So naturally, in three sheets fashion, we're tearing it down. We are going to reimagineer Toy Story Land before you even had a chance to experience the amazing slinky dog coaster and the spinny alien ride that's been done at 
hundreds of thousands of theme parks across the world. Including Disney World. <laughs> Including Disney World. Actually, it's, I think it was done in Disneyland. In yeah, this it's, case. it's basically going to be Tomater's Jamboree. Yeah. Junkyard Jamboree. Um, so so we thought, we thought what better way to uh, christen 2018 with one of our first shows of, of real content with uh with a with an imagineering episode for uh for Toy Story Land. So what we did was we decided rather than let's each go our own separate way, uh we divided up the the land to to make this more a three sheet style Toy Story. We didn't want to go with family friendly because well, we are kind of family friendly, but we're not. We're somewhat family friendly. We're like PG-13 sometimes. Some sometimes R and X I'm just going to say, when were we, have we ever been PG-13? Uh, we say you know fuck way um, too much to have a PG-13 rating. of The Walking Dead, I believe they've been cleared to drop the F-bomb two to three times during the season. It's because they have to get people to start watching that shit again. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, well, you know, fuck, fuck, fuck doesn't get you viewers. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it didn't help Dane Cook any. <laughs> Where's family friendly is like yeah. that weird uncle Depends that's at a family function that... Let's the other like the kids have a, a sip of his fucking flask while while the parents start paying attention. <clears throat> you know that same uncle. Let's never mind. Yep. See, I knew. Well, how did I know Mikey was going to be the one to say that shit? Because I'm from Arkansas. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so for our tour storyline, we wanted to we wanted to reimagine it as adults. Uh, find out what make it make it more adult friendly. Uh, because the way it's going, I mean. You guys can kind of all agree it's, it's going to be very kid friendly. Not even kid friendly. I mean, I, I think it's going to be non adult friendly. Well, it, well, I mean, you're still going to have Toy Story Mania, Midway Mania in there. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy that Pretty still. Much. Oh, yeah, I like that ride. Which is but, fun. Mm. And, I mean, the roller coaster is not going to be terrible. Um, it looks it looks like it's yeah, going to be cute. a linear induction launch roller coaster. But it's probably we'll only going to launch up to like forty-five miles. Well, an let's hour. think it's going to be better than Seven Dwarfs Mine Train roller coaster wise. That's like it's going to be, be better longer. than Goofy Barnstormer. <laughs> no. yeah. Longer is always better. And higher. That's what she said. yeah, I like the Mine Train. I freaking love the Barnstormer. I love those tiny compact coasters. I always have. I just, you know, I grew up riding, like, the Runaway Mine Train and the small Runaway Mine Train at, like, Silver Dollar City and Crystal uh, Springs, you know, in, in Hot Springs, so, uh, or Magic Springs. I'm used to those smaller cultures, and I just love it because you, you can still pack me, you know, 40 seconds of, woo, I'm there, you know, I would get buddies. on. I would get on Goofy's Barnstorm if I was trying to, like, jar a kidney stone loose or something, but other than that. See, yeah. I went on it this last trip. For the first time ever. It's not terrible. Um, but then again, I'm doing it for my kid. And it's fun to watch him ri- ride his first roller coaster. See, but I grew up riding the Cyclone as a kid. Like in Brooklyn. So it's like... For me, that's, that's, a, that's truly a kiddie coaster. The um, Barnstormer. It, there's just nothing on that for no, me. The I mean, line is always ridiculous. Barnstormer or it the is. Primeval World? It, it, it's just not worth the wait. If it's going to be in... <laughs> I mean, they're the same thing. I don't write either one of them, honestly. I don't write either one of them. 
Well, no, uh, no. Except the this is a trend like pull. This is a trend pull. Like you got to ride one. We're near the same yeah. thing. Neither. Yeah, you're going to get a whole bunch of neither on this on that board. Mm. I would honestly, I would take Goofy's over Primeval World every day. Nah, I'm going Primeval World. No I've way. never ridden Goofy. I'll be perfectly honest. I Goofy. The Barnstormer looks like it's well engineered and well constructed. The primeval world looks it's like it was put together by a bunch of fucking carnies like a fucking state fair. Ramp, and that's why I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I just, but but he just said that's what he grew up on. Grew and up. That's what he loves on, about it. So yeah. Yeah. you guys have ridden the Arkansas Twister. You don't know what scary roller coasters are about. No, you have to go to the Got Alabama it. State Fair. And then try to ride a roller coaster. Oh, you want to talk six about six over Chisholm, USA, <laughs> home of the schmoo. The schmoo. Look it up, three sheets nation. Yeah. Aaron Thorne knows what I'm talking about. I'm talking to you, Thorne Star. Thorn Star. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so, what are we talking about, Scott? I got lost. Right. So, um, so we're talking about Disney's Hollywood Studios opening up Toy Story Land. Uh, in 2018. So this was originally scheduled for almost a 2019, a winter 2019 launch, and they uh, they really bumped up construction to have it ready for summer of 2018. Um, and, and that's kind of countered with the massive closings of everything not uh, Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror. Now, does this have anything to do with, I mean, they're, they're bumping up the schedule. Does it have anything to do with the other theme park that's down the road there? Uh, no universally universal? known. I don't think yeah. there's anything don't truly think. new going in there right now. I think it has when more to Nintendo do with trying to keep open. the load off. Nintendo of Land hasn't even opened in Japan yet. Yeah, so it's not coming okay. here anytime soon. Like this okay. is gonna as soon as Star Wars Land opens, it's gonna bear Universal. Yeah. Universal's gonna die. See, I don't know if it'll die. No, it'll die because you have you have, have a lot audience. of. No, I think I think yeah, they, they're bumping up they're bumping up construction because they had to close a bunch of things prematurely. And in order to get ready for the 50th, they had to close a bunch of things prematurely and they couldn't get this thing uh, or they, they wanted to get Toy Story Land open as soon as possible because there's really not much to do in Hollywood Studios right now. Originally. Well, I thought it was supposed to have almost the same time frame as Star Wars Land. It was. 2019-ish. Originally. Not, and then uh, they basically. But, I mean, they didn't necessarily, in my opinion, they didn't necessarily have to close movie, great movie ride. There was no necessity to close that. It was still a people eater. So, that yes, do they want to upgrade the ride? That's fine. I get it. But the, I, I couldn't say that was a necessity to close. Well, I think in order to get the movie, the Mickey uh, Railroad, Wonderway Railroad, whatever it's going to be, ready for 2021, the 50th. No, it's, it's supposed to open before that, though. Yeah, and it is now. But I think in order to get it ready, they had to close it now so they could get... Hollywood Studios done by they want to have Hollywood Studios completely redone by the end of 20 I think 2019 or early 2020 so that they can focus 2020 and 2021 on Epcot 2.0. Oh yeah, see you later data. Bigman. <laughs> right. Uh so the there are going to be three attractions, Slinky Dog Dash, which is going to be a family-friendly roller coaster. Um and the alien swirling saucers, which is basically going to be Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, instead of some of the tractors, it's going to have the little green claw or the little green aliens and the claw. 
And then obviously they're going to re they're going to remove the entrance from Toy Story's Midway Mania from the front in Pixar Place and they're going to put it in the back of the uh of the place. They're going to have a new entrance for it. Uh new queue for it and then it'll all be in Toy Story Land. Which I hope they make the queue the same because I really like that queue actually. I think they're just going to move the entrance. Yeah. I think that's why Mr. Potato Head's been down for so long. They're just going to shift things around. Yeah, I don't they're think just, they're, gonna... they're just moving the whole building entrance on the other side, and you'll queue around. Basically, you'll wrap around to the front of the building the same way you did uh, last time. They're not. I mean, it's really not hard construction. It's literally changing, like, you know. Doorways. Three, yeah, door, you doorways and three, three rooms, three small rooms. Um the only restaurant that is going to be there is right now is Woody's Lunchbox, which is basically uh, a cool theme. It's going to be a lunchbox that is opened up, and it's going to be a quick service, counter service restaurant where you can grab food and go. Um, I'm gonna be, that to me sounds so hokey. It's very hokey. It which sounds it, like it's it's something I would see in Great Adventure with just a, bu- a giant lunchbox. And I already picture a giant lunchbox on its side with the lid open. And it's it's hokey. I, I don't care what anybody that's says. That's exactly <laughs> what it's going to be. Well, a Toy Story quick service kind of has to be hokey there, Adam. Yeah, but not... I like the idea. But I think not, it's clever. I don't think it's going to... I just... Do we really need another quick service? Yes. <laughs> uh, in a new land, I think. Not, not like yeah. this, though. I mean, I think I think they need a quick service, but they they need they need more here. Like I, I just they need more decent quick service in Hollywood. Yeah, because you know, they, I mean, what is it? What do you expect to get out of this lunchbox? I expect tuna fish sandwiches. I expect peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and lunchables. <laughs> well, Adam, one of our one of our. Great host has uh, Am I destroying your decided idea? on a on a sorry, not at all okay. no 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 I have a great idea my great idea I'm I'm the best idea I got the best idea is it bubbled <laughs> so that people can breathe underwater just out of curiosity <laughs> so um, I'm not sure exactly what the food will be at Woody's lunchbox but uh, Mini Baby Bell is going to be sponsoring. The Woody's lunchbox. So cheese. So be cheese. I could eat so many of those fucking things. Jesus. <laughs> it's where you go to get. I think you mean <laughs> cheeses. Yeah. Great cheeses. So it, I mean, it, the 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 concept art looks really cool. Um. You know, it, it, I'm sure it'll be fine. So it's you know, it's gonna have quick service meal, old fashioned soda floats. Um, that'll be nice. But again. Nothing that I would run to to make sure I eat at during the uh, during any trip that's coming up. But it yeah, has. You to give be, me a, a. Go ahead, Adam. It has to be better than the food options that they have there now. Oh, I'm sure yeah. it's got to be. I mean, I mean, it, it food in MGM has been awful for yeah. MGM. Sorry, Hollywood. Studios. Men and Bill's Dockside Diner. It's been awful since it was MGM. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. That's that's why I went with that. I mean, you have. The one crown jewel of that whole eatery, and that's the, um, what is it called? Brown Derby. Brown, Brown Derby. Derby. But other than that, you can skip on all those restaurants <coughs> and really not miss much. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's a you, different show, man. Sid, Sid, Sydney will fight you. She loves the tune in, or the uh, sci-fi diner. I like sci-fi. Not the sci-fi diner. The other one. 50s no, prime not, time? Is it sci-fi? No, you're thinking 50s. She likes prime time. See, prime oh time God. for me was the, the experience was fun. 
And the food but was it, meh. The food was... The it was, di- the it was okay. okay. The food's it's okay. Diner it food. It's American great. diner food. Did it make a turd? <laughs> no, probably <laughs> not, because I think I got constipated by the meatball. Uh, but, no, that's a food, story. The, the, food at, the food at Sci-Fi is, is good. The food at the food at. Oh, they gave me the ketchup good. for dessert, because I didn't eat my, queen, my green beans. Um, Hollywood and Vine was... Excellent. I I would I would definitely recommend that for dinner if you want to get a character meal and and knock out the God. Fab Four. We don't do character breakfast. meals on this podcast, Scott. I know you. I know you guys. <laughs> I've heard terrible. It's a great Trent, breakfast. Trenton <laughs> hates character meals. That's the show down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> leave me leave me the fuck alone. Uh, look the food the but food at Hollywood Vines is really. But so. Really, the crux of the show is we want to we wanted to reimagine Toy Story Land as adults. So we each took a section of the of the new land that we're coming up with. Uh, so this is three sheets Toy Story Land. Uh, so who wants to start? Let's you know what. Let's start with since we just bashed on food. Let's start with Trent's quick service. <laughs> All right. So I went I went and looked at what I would want in food um, in a place like this and. Sticking with the theme, um, I know we we bash Flame Tree a lot because it's shitty. Um, so I wanted to go with a really good barbecue place. You're a dick. <laughs> You're so a dick. so as you walk up, you see a really shitty old Fuck privacy fence. First. It's an old shitty privacy fence, and you walk in, and you see to your left a giant frog with wheels, and to the to the right you see. Uh, the giant baby head on the skeleton spider. Oh, I know his going. Oh, yes. This is going to be Sid. Sid's backyard barbecue. <laughs> and uh, the, all right. the seating is going to be all, right. all uh, picnic tables and that backyard vibe, like Sid's shitty backyard, the clothesline running by. And, um, you know, the, the food was where I really wanted to nail it, but I didn't want it to be too fancy and be a sit-down, you know, quality because you still want it to be able to be price effective. So, um, you know, I, I went with brisket. You know, it's it's SIDS, and it's and Woody gets thrown on the grill. So I wanted to go with a Texas-style brisket. Um, you know, I... Can I blow shit up at this restaurant? Sure, man. Um, and then I started I thinking about all the other... Though. Yes, sure, whatever. Um, all the <laughs> other Toy Story characters. So I went with a grilled pork chop option. Um... <laughs> wow! You can you can get your Mr. Potato Head fries. You can get your Mr. Potato Head salad for your sides. Or your baked Mr. Potato Head. Sure. Yeah, baked Mr. Potato Head. Mrs. Potato um, Head. Salad. You know the original Potato Head was a potato. So <laughs> sure. So I wanted a really good barbecue restaurant. I thought it would be a great theme to feel like you're in Sid's backyard in that scene of the movie. Oh God. That creeps the shit out of me because that would scare the fuck out of most kids. Yeah. And it'll probably be I just the whole but just to fu- just the baby head with the skeleton legs would creep the fuck out of me in that, real life. I was an adult I when I saw Toy Story that and that life. creeped me out as an adult. <laughs> it's adultified. You gotta have you gotta have that, that fish hook with the legs walking around or or at least like <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how he delivers his food to you. If it's anything no, no. like Tritton's other the doll with the pterodactyl head. <laughs> yes, yes, the fishing it, pole with the the Barbie it, doll it, legs. Yeah, it's Toy Story reimagined by Tim Burton's eatery. Is what I'm getting from this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the half of a SWAT guy on a skateboard. So I think as an adult, 
as an adult, it would be fun to eat eat in Sid's backyard. I think that's yeah, awesome. That's, I thought it was going to be a picnic atmosphere. It's going to keep it not lower class, but more quick servicey. So. And you can have projection fireworks uh, where someone... Where All some I'm thinking is now there. taking your Mr. Potato Head and putting a bottle rocket in him and sending him up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would only be... It would be amazing if you get your baked potato and it's got the eyes and the mouth and the nose from Mr. Potato Head. The original... That's... Uh, Mr. Potato Head, they used to sell you the parts and, and you, you have used a to real play potato. with it in a regular potato. You used to have to use that your own potato. Toy. Yeah. Like yes. an edible eye or something, you know, make make it edible. I mean, it had to be out of sugar, which wouldn't really go with. Well, Trent, you like those Butter. restaurants with the tracks that deliver your food. Yeah. You could have RC car come across the track and bring you your food. See, they could serve RC cola at the quick service. No, no, no RC oh, cola. It's no. not good. It's no. not good, but it fits the theme. No, well, only if I get a moon pie. Sure. And Trent, because it takes place in Andy's or in uh, Sid's house. You can have Mrs. Nesbitt audio exactly. animatronic. So that was one other idea was a Mrs. Nesbitt tea room, but I was like, hey, that's probably more of a that more would, of a sit down. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that would actually be really cool. And I was like, what am I going to serve? Fucking cucumber sandwiches? I mean, I can't. You could serve green tea shots. <laughs> yeah, you know what? They're not bad. And they get you drunk. Well, you know what? That's that's actually that's actually an excellent. Um, Quick service restaurant that I think would I think would do as well as long as it's good barbecue and it doesn't go down downhill that, like fucking so disappointing. Well, that was more Kansas City style, wasn't it? Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, but it they also yeah everything about it was it. really good homemade barbecue sauce, like house made barbecue sauce. It was so good, and then they. I would rather eat the shit out of the Lloyd's the plastic yellow Lloyd's container now than I would Flame Tree. They partnered with Kraft. Well, now, that's now the problem. it's Kraft. It's straight. It's literally Kraft packets. Yeah, that's the problem. You don't, they didn't partner with anybody. They they brought Kraft. First in of all, it. you you need to have that stuff in a warmer. It should. I, eh, fuck it. I'm just I'm, I'm disappointed in that. And you know what? There might be people that listen that that like Flame Tree. Feel free to eat there still, but being from where I'm from and eating barbecue on a regular basis, that's homemade, real deal shit. I can't go there. It just it hurts my whole body. I I can't. I can, honestly I can't do it. I can make better barbecue at my own house. I've just got lower standards. I think I don't when cook. it comes to food. I I mean, I, well, you know, my thing is, and and this is my honest opinion: Disney food is fucking expensive. No matter what the hell you eat, if I'm paying that kind of price, it better be either better than what I can get at home or at least meet what I can get at home. In this situation, it does neither I mean, now. And I'm not going to spend the money on it. I'll no. go eat a rubber hamburger at someplace else where it's just, the line is less, it's inside and air conditioned. I mean, the whole thing with Flame Tree is that you went there for the food. You didn't necessarily go there for the atmosphere. There, It was just the stand. There's exactly. No so well, there I is mean, no atmosphere. Maybe you got a fan in the corner right. that was hit you, but aside from that, there was nothing. Oh, no, no, forget those little birds that come over and peck at your fucking toes until you, you throw french fries at them. Yes. Or you could just kick them. To sit there outside in the heat eating barbecue, give me an inside fast food restaurant. All right. Same stuff, cheaper, probably cheaper if not better prices. It, uh, it doesn't make sense for me to go there. 
why they never added a, a dining area that was covered and inside and air conditioned like it's restaurant covered source. Now. It's, it's covered, covered, but it's, it's not, not it's not air conditioned. But it was never meant to be that big of a thing. They expanded it and it got crazy. And then it's no good anymore. I think what Scott's saying though is why wouldn't they put one in when Animal Kingdom fucking melts your skin off when you walk inside? Like, so I, I, like I've been to Restaurantosaurus. It's it's good. It's not bad. It's decent. It's nothing yeah, great. It's, I would would I eat no, there again? You're gonna write for a quick service it. meal? Yes. Yeah. They've got beer, but yeah. it wasn't. Would I? No, would I eat not. at Flame Tree again? Absolutely not. Well, here's well put it this way then. So, I, when I was designing my restaurant, I thought, what's the best quick service in Hollywood there Studios? And I, I backlot, backlot Express, backlot sucks. Commissary sucks. Minute Bills, Dockside Diner sucks. That's what I'm saying. Got me sick. <laughs> I mean, no. It all sucks. I honestly, I, I can't think of the last quick service meal. The Red Car Cafe is now a Starbucks. I mean, I can't think of the last quick service meal I had at Hollywood Studios. Because like I've had drinks, I've I've gotten drinks from like all of those yeah. places. Well, not commissary, but I've gotten pl- I've gotten drinks from Min and Bills. I've gotten drinks from um, Backlot. But you know what? I guess the when Toluca Turkey Legs was there, that was the last quick service I got was the Turkey Legs. We re- we usually don't eat there. No. The the real outcome is we get a snack, we'll get a pretzel, we'll get a drink or two. We usually don't eat there, and whenever I've eaten there, it's been miserable. The last lunch we had there was uh, the Brown Derby, um, the outside, outside thing. thing. We did Fucking Brown Derby lunch. Amazing. Gut con- Yeah, that's Brown Derby lunch. It's so good. Those little sliders and uh, Wagyu duck confit and pulled pork sliders are just, amazing. That, it, it, but that's us. That's a signature restaurant when you're looking at that. So. Yeah, it, it, it is. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah the we actually had lunch, yeah. and they are. the atmosphere character, the one that plays Carlotta, and the one who just passed away, yeah, came in, Mimi, and was sitting down with us for like twenty minutes, and just bullshitting. It was so much great. fun. Yeah, Wait. it's d- great. It's a great area. That was that was the best <clears throat> thing they did to that restaurant was add on to the the outdoor patio there. So speaking of uh, speaking of drinks at Hollywood Studios, Adam. <laughs> You were tasked to come up with a bar slash right. I had the worst problem with this, trying to fit this into a Toy Story because it's kid-friendly, but it's an adult bar. So I kind of went a little wacky with it. And I don't know if how many people remember the short with Partysaurus Rex. Partysaurus Rex! Yes! Well, I <laughs> yes, I own it because Ethan loves it. Fucking love Partysaurus so, Rex. That's the theme of my bar. That's the theme of my life. Oh my life. god, that's amazing! It's basically just pretty much a fucking crazy, insane dance club. Where, where I mean, you're gonna have. I would love to get a sponsor to have bathtub gin. Oh, that'd and be awesome. make it just for this one bar. Like have like, I mean, I know Bombay Sapphire wouldn't, but I think that would be something just fun to add in. You're going to have the DJ booth with the little radio, the little radio thing. With the, 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 the robot, robot radio guy guys stuck, stuck on, on the wall. wall. Oh my God. And then every four or five hours, why not have a phone party? Yes. I was hoping you'd say that. 
<laughs> this is awesome. Because I mean, just Party Source Rex takes place in the bathtub, this. so we gotta have bubbles. That's exactly it. Do 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 do. I see now. I have the Party Source Rex it's song just, in my head. It's just fun. It's something different. I would also have I an outside music aspect of this. Because, you know, towards the end of the episode, he gets called out. At the end of the uh, the short, he gets called outside, and there's a little kiddie pool. So, yep. you know what? Hot day, put an outside bar there. Have, a like, a little, like, wading pool, maybe with two, three inches of water, just so adults can splash around. Keep the kids out of it. Oh, my God, this is awesome. I just thought it was fun. The just something bar that, ever. like, you know... Not totally clubby, but just something a little bit different. Something to bring the adults in where it's like, you know what, kid? Go have fun and you're a freaking roller coaster 12 times. I'm going to go get a drink and I'm going to party. I, I think this is a That's fun awesome. idea. And that was my idea for my bar lounge and my bathtub gin because I thought that it just all fit. I, You know, I love, I love this idea because, um, you know, having a kid, we watch, we have all the, we have all the shorts. All of the Toy Story shorts, like uh, Small Fry, love that one. But Party Source Rex is so much fun because, like, Ethan has no idea what a bubble party or foam party is. But when they go in the bathtub and the the captain's like the captain's like sinking down to the bottom, he's like, "We only get 15 minutes mm-hmm. a day." And it's just it's just a fun, like. It's just a fun short for adults to watch with and a you, kid. And when you think about you only get that 15 minutes a day. When you're going to Disney with a kid, how much of that trip is yours? Well, this is your part. Yeah, you know, minutes. you get to act like a kid. Leave all your inhibitions at the door and just have fun. That would be awesome. I'm going to say anything that gets more Wallace Shawn in my life <laughs> I'm in favor of it. Absolutely. 150%. So he better be on a soundtrack on repeat, have an animatronic, I don't care what it is, or just have him there. Ideally, I would like to have some animatronics in there, like, you know, like how the... They're going to um, take a page out of Baseline's book. The lights would be like the little fish toys and all that hidden in the fish toys and the lasers and all that because they're all the whole club atmosphere is created by these toys so i would love to have all that represented and rex popping up every once in a while just to say hello could have freaking and then like you can have theme parties too if you could get people in the little like blow up dinosaur costumes and have wrestling and fighting in ky <laughs> <laughs> oh, no but you you've seen like the little the little, like, blow-up, the inflatable T-Rexes. T-Rexes. Yeah. Why not have, like, a little few, like, adult fights? <laughs> Just something fun. I love this. <laughs> I love that. That That is awesome. So, with, with you know, with alcohol, you're going to need something to soak that up. So, we need, obviously, the staple for any adult-themed area is going to be some sort of signature dining or sit-down restaurant. I didn't do signature dining because, let's face it, Hollywood Studios really is not going to call for a signature dining. But I did do a sit-down restaurant. And like Trenton, I feel the thing that's missing in Disney parks right now, aside from Polite Pig, is good barbecue. With homemade barbecue sauce. Only I did mine as Big Al's Food Barn. So the outside of the building is going to look just like Big Al's toy barn. You walk in, it's going to look like a giant toy store. 
And your servers are going to dress like Barbie and Ken. And they're going to be bringing you your food, which is a traditional barbecue with house-made barbecue sauce, not that cheap craft shit. And they're going to have an area that looks like Woody's Roundup. You have a seating area that looks like um, Buzz Lightyear's Galactic Star Command. You have like a please a play school looking area. Alright, so we have the different sections of Big Al's food barn. And we can have character interactions, Woody, Jesse, Stinky Pete, Bullseye. Hold on. We get Bullseye? We get Bullseye. I kinda cheated a little because we're gonna have um a section of Big Al's food barn that's got a bar inside and it's gonna be called the watering hole. I'm getting on my Disney experience right now to get this ADR because I'm getting that bullseye meet and greet. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna have moonshine, uh-huh. sarsaparilla for the kids. Everything's gonna be served in mason jars. You have cowboy martinis and Pecos punch. We have live music. We have a band. They're gonna um, play the soundtrack. To no, except for that when she movies. loves me song. Nobody needs to hear that song when yeah, you're yeah. eating. <laughs> no, that's two. Yeah, no. Nothing from Toy Story 3. Yeah, that's, that's two. The only one and two. That's Sarah McLachlan killing that's puppies two. again. No. <laughs> oh. oh. She, she, yeah, I, I can't say the words I want to say right now. And we're going to have like a real section of Pizza Planet with like real pizza, not like the shit that was before it was Rizzo's. I would love to do a Pizza Planet that's actually like a Pizza Planet, Chuck E. Cheese style, with games and stuff. You know, that was my original idea, but I didn't want to no, film it in. no, no, no. Like a Dave and Buster's. That's exactly what oh, I was yeah. thinking for mine originally. Was like an adult version of Dave and Buster's. Like a Disney ver- Disney-fied version of Dave and Buster's is my idea. And I'm like, that's a cop-out. I'm not going to use that. that would, I think that would have been too easy. Make a pizza plant like a Dave and Buster's. You're right, Tim. Yeah, it's too easy. It's, it is too easy. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually... I'll be honest. I'm 100% shocked that they didn't do that for well, Toy Story Land. I wonder. I wonder why they didn't do that. With um, well, because if they're, if it would be easy for them because they've still got the all the damn games coming out of Disney Quest. It's just, it's probably just too yeah, far it's away. Right there. I almost want to say, from a culinary perspective, it's so hard for them to put out a quality product pizza for what people want for the price that they're going to have to charge. No, they they do it at Via Napoli. They do it at Via Napoli. And that new place in Disney Springs? Blaze, yeah. But Blaze is not owned by Disney. No, not Blaze. Not Blaze. Oh, There's the, a, uh, a new... Enzo's, like, pizzeria. Enzo's is not yeah. Disney but either. But it's different. It's a restaurant. But it's different. Group. Via Napoli is, is an upscale... You can't do a quick a restaurant pizza restaurant park? and charge what you have to charge for quality ingredients with pizza and have the, the kitchen equipped the way it needs to be. So bring in a restaurant group. They do it all, th- all the time in the parks. They do, they're doing it downtown Disney. They're doing it in Disney Springs with Enzo's. Right. You're getting good quality Via Napoli pizza at Quick Service for $7 a slice. Yeah, well, that's the problem. That's super expensive for I mean, $7 a slice. It would have it to is, be borderline orgasmic pizza for me to spend $7 on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why I went with barbecue, because you can zhuzh up barbecue and make it good enough for a sit-down restaurant. Did you say you can zhuzh it up? Is that... that, that is yeah, that zhuzh. Yeah, zhuzh. Zhuzh it up. No, that is actually gay English. Okay. <laughs> I'm done now. I'm done. I'm done. 
Oh, uh, we had. I shit you not. It actually is. It was started by. Ever see that show? Queer Eye for the, the Strike Guy. Yeah. It was started by that show. You had the you had the best line. You had the. You know you you, you just drop the mic on your restaurant idea. No offense, Trenton, but holy shit. I didn't get a sit down. What are you gonna do? <laughs> you, you know what though? But for, for, for your um quote unquote uh, quick service, you have a lot going on in it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Satuli Canteen is pretty fucking involved. Yeah, and it is. I mean, it, technically, it's a sit down because it's all inside. Yeah. It's charged as a quick it takes service. Up a lot of space. A dual kitchen. I can actually see the two restaurants working together because if you put a some, tell him no, Trenton, he's wanting some of your money. A dual kitchen and put some windows on the side of Big no, Al's no, food no, barn. No, no, but that's something Disney would food. do. It like, is like something Disney would portion. do. This, 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 this is where they get you. This is where they get you. <laughs> and it's a cool idea, I think, that with that as well. You it is something do, Disney um, would do. So we have a barbecue place here called Swig and Swine that um, they have uh, all their smokers and all their pits and whatnot, or you can see them while they're cooking. You can see everything happening. It's pretty awesome. I was going to go with an open kitchen, but I figured that would be too sit downy. But that would be perfect if they were if they were a combined idea. No, that's a, you know what that's a, that's exactly something Disney would do nowadays. Is they would they would say, okay, you can get this stuff here using the same kitchen, using the same smokers to do the smaller portions, different things over this on this restaurant on the quick service side. And then you can get this stuff over here. So it's not like you're not going to combine. Uh, yeah, well, that's or you're the, not going to cross people who want this and this. And just basically say. Full, we're going to steal some of uh, over here, Light Pig's bourbon uh, menu. Or, you know, grilled pork chops over here. And grab some and of then, that shit for in the you know, park. other stuff over here. Like this. Yeah, go to Big Al's Toy Barn if you want a tomahawk. There you go. Oh, you know what, though? If you're a Big Al's Grilled, you got to have some uh, some smoked uh, cocktails. You'd get a real, a real peaty whiskey and add a smoked apple juice and put a, a jalapeno in there. Mm. You had me up until jalapeno. I love jalapenos. Yeah, oh, I love jalapenos. jalapenos. Hey, here you go. True story, right here. Um, I was, I, I grilled tonight out on the the gas grills out here, and I, I bought myself some. I bought Boston just regular hot dogs, and I got me some like jalapeno cheddar smoked sausages, and I'm grilling. And I go, I go to check them, and I open up the uh, the lid to it. <laughs> I laugh even right now. And, and one of those sausages ruptured and shot its load all over my hand of, 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 of cheddar jalapeno. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! And it it wouldn't even be worth retelling the story, except as soon as it happened, Boston was down there, and he happened to not be looking at his DS, and he looked up, and he he just started cracking up. And I'm just like, son of a bitch. I'm Jenna Jameson now. Dad got shot by a sausage. And you know what? Like any good slut, I was <laughs> licking that off my hand. In this, in this adult toy store land, we do need some live entertainment. And... Oh shit! You're saving me for last. Uh, well, you've got you've got the, you've got the. <laughs> we know better because you got you're gonna pull up a slideshow and yeah. fucking a whole. <laughs> Excel spreadsheet. And... You've got the e-ticket attraction, man. So, <clears throat> so I'm gonna invite you know, kind of playing off the same area as Trenton and um, Tim's thematic area, which works perfectly. And amazingly, we have not discussed any of this at all with each other. 
But working off that, uh, you walk down the street and you're going to welcome into uh, Woody's Western Town of, of Cottonwood Creek. And there you're going to find the Cottonwood Creek Saloon. So this is going to be a traditional two-story saloon. And uh, Adam, you're going to really appreciate this. Inside, as you walk in, you're going to find the mile-long bar. Mm-hmm. From uh, from Frontierland way back in the day, uh, from nineteen ni- from nineteen seventy one to like nineteen ninety eight, it was in Frontierland. Mm-hmm. So we're bringing back the mile long bar, mile long bar where you can get uh, over a hundred different whiskeys, uh, beers, cocktails, and then in the main theater, from from you know park opening around like uh, noonish was is when the shows will start. 2, 8 p.m. Basically, it's going to be set up like any other saloon in the Wild West. So you're going to have small tables, chairs, some seating area. And for from open to about 7 p.m., you're going to watch Woody's Roundup. So Woody and Jesse will host uh, – Woody, Jesse, and, and uh, Bullseye will host a, a kids-friendly show, and it'll be fun, and it'll be entertaining for the kids while parents can drink. Because that's – I mean, look, during the daytime, parents want to drink while they're on vacation – this is a perfect way to do it. Kids have a laugh. <laughs> they enjoy the they enjoy Woody, or Woody, Jesse, and and uh, Bullseye, and we enjoy some cocktails. But from seven p.m. to midnight, this turns into Bo Peep's burlesque. Coyote ugly. <laughs> yeah. So Bo Peep, Bo Peep <laughs> is going to host a burlesque show. You're going to have those like French style can can dancers. Um, but the and they'll they'll do kind of like a cabaret show, and then moving on as the night goes on, you're gonna have an improv comedy style with cast members, very similar to the same cast members that you see on uh, the streets of Hollywood or from the old Adventurous Club. Uh, so you'll have people like uh, Meriwether Clark. He's a fur trader. He's uh, gone out west seeking more beaver pelts. Loves to talk about his beaver pelts. Like Winona's? <laughs> Winona's yeah. big brown beaver? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Great song. You're going to have a guy uh, uh, like a guy like John, uh, Wild, uh, Wild John Cooper. He's a gambler. He's a penchant for whiskey and innuendos How involving women. You're going to hate uh, me. I like this idea, but... Oh no, I'm well, I'm ready to play my Adam card on, as well, Adam. I'm getting there. Okay, you and I are on the same track here, man. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I like his idea and butts. So, you mean he has more than one butt? Um, other other. <laughs> All the butts. I have, I have many butts. All the butts Scott is very Scott. cheeky. Some of, some of the other characters, uh, Lady Bell Johnson. She's a socialite. Her daddy's funding her trust fund. Uh, but she's always stirring up always all these kind of like troubles, you know, asking for like votes for women and stuff. Oh, cause that that'll get you in trouble. That all the time. Uh, Deputy Fletcher Teal, and he's a he's a lawman. He's a U.S. marshal, uh, but he's also absent-minded. He's kind of like um, Benny Hill. So I, I just thought all these fun characters, like these vaudevillian characters, would make a fun stage show for adults to go and watch uh, at night. You know, when the kids are asleep or when the kids are playing at Lilo's Playhouse or whatever. Uh, finally, it, it finishes with uh, Bo Peep doing a cabaret show or doing a cabaret show where she's the actual finale singer. So we're going to have like live singing at the end of it um, uh, with all the burlesque dancers. Uh, so it, this one runs from like 8 p.m. to midnight because as Star Wars lands open, Hollywood Studios is going to need to stay open later than 9 p.m. 
It won't. Oh, without a doubt. It should, but it won't. It should, it and will. it has it to. Will. It will. Okay. I think there's no I, way it I, doesn't. I agree with that. That, that. that is some good forward thinking, Scott. I'm with you on that. It should. Because that, that, it, that Star Wars resort is going to be basically part of Hollywood Studios. No. It's going to be a separate going to maximize, It's going to be separate. separate. You're going to have building, a private entry. I, I imagine that you can probably walk right out of the doors of that building and walk to Hollywood Studios. I want to take a shot. You'll walk right into Galaxy's Edge. You would take I want to take a shot. I don't want to get. I don't want to get bunions. An imperial shot, Adam. <laughs> but um, uh, but no, with with Star Wars opening, if you're going to maximize people to be in that park and get through people, you're going to need to stay open until. Well, I'm going to say as Animal you're Kingdom, have to. But their draw for Pandora, hear me out. The draw for Pandora at night is much greater than it is for during the day. God. And that park's extended hours is nine o'clock. It is I when I was there when I was there in June, Pandora was open. And it was beautiful n- all freaking night. Yes. But the thing is, is that that was for a very limited time that it was open to one. Well, that was it was for some, summer. Hours. That was it. It was for summer. during the winter months. They dialed it at one I point. Think, they were I they had it scheduled closed till at seven thirty. I think once Star Wars Lens opens up, it's going to change the dynamics of the whole park, and it's going to be open. We'll see. It's going to have to be open until midnight. It should be open until so, so midnight. This, will it? So this sh- this show will run until midnight, and it'll be a fun way for for adults to enjoy that sort of like. That's sort of Pleasure Island. So um, this, this burlesque show with Bo Peep, does it include her sheep? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> right back to Jay. Some This dude said he'd fuck a sheep. He's not one of us. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have... Oh. Fucker. Now I have to edit my butt. Okay, a- Adam, okay. you give me your butt and I'll give you mine, okay? Uh... I like the idea, but this would be good as its own entity in old school Pleasure Island. This has nothing to do with Toy Story. Or Disney Springs. Your nighttime activity has absolutely nothing, except for your Bo Peep burlesque, which you kind of shoved in at the very end. Well, no, no. Bo Peep is the host of the show. It's Bo Peep's burlesque. Right, but all your other characters have... No, no. They would... Look, there's... it's, It's hard to... It would be impossible to get all Toy Story characters I through this. I totally so disagree. These are residents. You want to have a, residents you have Barbie? You, I you, mean, you, you'd have the on. fishing pole with the sexy legs. <laughs> you have the strong man. You could have strong man. You can. You have. You have circus. You probably. You have circus toys. You can make it a circus freak thing. It, yeah. It could be hosted by Mr. Potato, and you can make a bunch of dirty jokes. There you go. Time. I mean, you just. But you know what? It's not Toy Story enough for Don me. Rickles I'm sorry. Is dead, and you can't. Yeah, yeah, voice yeah. Anybody else. It's all made up. My thought is this: the can the can I think is okay because it just it just pushes the envelope enough, but holds back to where it'd be accepted. The can can yes, the burlesque maybe not so much. Just get Betty. Well, I'm not thinking like I'm not thinking like pasties. No, 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 no. I, I, I know, I know. Like, but it's like you know, can dancing is a that, that that is an art form. That is an acceptable thing. I'm with it. My propellers, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I, 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 
It's just not Toy Story for I, I me. Mean, that's, that's my issue. As soon as you started, I was thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to be the Adam I was of this segment feel it. and just basically <laughs> say, here's why it doesn't fit for my Toy Story land. And, it's, and, and I understand you're wanting to bring adults in and stuff like that, but damn it, man, you said – Here's my entertainment, and and you let off your entertainment with Adam's whole thing about a place to drink. I like it. Well, no, I well because you're gonna you're in a saloon, so you've got to have a bar. Like I said, the main like this is a basically a theater with a bar in the back. Because I mean, you're gonna want to drink while you're watching the show. I'm gonna want to drink as soon as I get on the fucking. So is so is Beer Garden is Beer Garden Entertainment or is Beer Garden a restaurant? Beer Garden. Beer Garden's a restaurant with entertainment. Well, there's food there, so it's a restaurant. restaurant with entertainment. It's a restaurant, but it's... Yeah. Is Scott not going to have drinks and food? No, no no food. Just drinks. You, I think you almost have to buy lawsuit. Yeah. I, oh, then, yeah, I guess... Oh, well, hell. I guess, yeah, small bites. Small bites, corn dog nuggets, that kind of if stuff. It's a, it, corn, corn dog, dog nuggets. nuggets. Slinky dog nuggets. <laughs> 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 well, those might be something totally different. <laughs> no, they I, won't. Look, maybe you guys are right. <laughs> Maybe you guys are right. Bring in, bring in some of the, bring in some of the Toy Story characters as like performers of the Vaudevillian show. Because it almost sounds almost Westworldy to me. If you ever seen that series, oh well, hang on. But that's kind of what I want to do is like bring back a little bit of you know a little bit of like Tombstone and like the Birdcage Theater. But that it doesn't belong there. That hang on, Adam, are you are are, are you like creating it. a I Westworld like theme park? Because oh, I'm that would so be in. Freaking awesome! I would. Down oh, for that would, ten thousand percent. I mean, I'm I'm there just for Thandy Newton. Oh, I will oh, nonstop. That, that show is so awesome. And and I'm there for just legally shooting robots. Scott, if you haven't seen that, it it it, it is it is an outright crime. I've never I've never watched it. I've wanted to. You need to see this as as a as that. a lover of fantasy and escapist fantasy and sci-fi. You need to see this. No, I'm sorry. I have to give it a shot. It's yeah. it, it, I, I, yeah. oh, Anthony oh, Hopkins, some of his best work, I think. Oh my god, he's oh, so amazing. And the token black guy? I love Sir Anthony. From from <laughs> Hunger Games? <laughs> yeah. Who played yeah. the same role in Hunger Games? Pretty much. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> Shit, you're right. But more importantly, it it important because I I'm, I'm giving myself up. Wait, it's important. got it's got Mick Poyle. <laughs> From it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's got the McPoyle guy in it, who who plays basically. It's got Cyclops, son of a bitch. It's yeah. got Ed Harris. I mean, you can't go wrong with it's it. A, milk it money, has an amazing. Or Enemy yeah. at the Gates, if you want something a little better. So, listeners, this this is our this is our easy way of transitioning you to telling you that we're going to start uh, being a uh, Westworld podcast. No, no, no. Listen, if anything, we we could well, totally most, most be like a pop cut. culture film movie. Whatever podcast in a heartbeat, like just a flick of a switch, but we're not. Look, we don't need it. We don't need seven podcasts. We're not going to be the Red Rocket podcast now. Adam, I'm definitely going to take that. I would definitely take that suggestion and bring bring some of the characters from Toy Story into the show. Combat Carl uh, and and <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> Combat Carl always finds a way. Uh, but yeah, definitely bring those into the show. Maybe they could be putting on the burlesque show and be putting on the vaudeville. Yeah, show it just instead. it would make more, it just make more sense to me. I just remember having so much fun at the Adventures Club, and there's not something like that. Now. But it wouldn't fit there. I would yeah, love I to see a version of the Adventures Club in Star Wars Land. Oh my god! Easy. Okay. Yes. 
Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and lower that, that another show, guys. Because they said Star Wars. Like, yeah. Anytime we invoke well, the Star well, yeah. Wars, it, it turns into a three-hour podcast. And a fight. It and at least and one fight. fight. And, oh, my God. <laughs> and it leads to us gang up on Trenton, and we don't want to do that. Yes. So, long-awaited debut for our e-ticket attraction of Adult Toy Story Land. Um, I'm going to turn the reins over to Mikey, because Mikey's got a three-hour presentation ahead of him. With blueprints, schematics, PowerPoint, scored music, and character backstories on backstories on backstories on backstories. He took Mickey One out and flew over <laughs> Hollywood Studios to survey the land and to make sure this ride Dude, would fit. I've already, I've that, already had man. balloons up so I can check sight lines, okay? <laughs> the thing that's scaring me is every time we say adult Toy Story Land, it's sounding creepier and creepier and creepier. Yeah. Well, you know, it, like, like, it almost sounds like there should be a pig pussycat store somewhere <laughs> in there. You've got two characters named Woody and or Buzz. Adam and Eve. It's sponsored by Adam and Eve. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com. Get all your favorite ass jams. <laughs> ass Don't forget jams? Bo Peep. <laughs> ass jam. And, if you, and some wooden spoons to lick. Hey, you can you can get a three headed sheep there. <laughs> you, you can get the I love a you three eyed alien. <laughs> you can get Bo blow up sheep. You can get the blow up sheep called an I love you E W E. Yes, you can. <laughs> so, Mikey, what is your what is our e ticket attraction going to be for uh, for the Toy Story Land for adults? A lot like your um. Idea. I, I went with titties and beer, mostly. <laughs> well, <laughs> and a mile that's long good. bar. <laughs> a mile long it's bar. A lot of coyotes to dance on it. No, my uh, my attractions. It, you know, Hollywood Studios doesn't. They they what do they have? They had like two thrill rides. I mean, do you really call currently? Do you call Star Tours a thrill ride? It's yeah. a motion theater. That's who you are. It's still thrilling. It's still thrilling. To me. I mean, we're Star Wars geeks, so mm-hmm. to me it's thrilling. No, I, mean, like I, 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 I finally became the Rebel Spy, but they don't sell the shirts for adults anymore. He was so pissed off. We looked all over for it. <laughs> oh, my God. God damn it, I want my T-shirt. I love the ride. I love Star Tours. But it just, it's... I don't know. I, I'm the same guy that says I don't think Mission Space Orange is a thrill ride because you you, you walk in and out the same fucking door. And also no one rides it because it's like going to fucking space in a goddamn coffin and it makes you want to die. I ride it because I'm a beast and you're not. I love it. I almost threw up. I love, I love Orange. Me and my wife I rode it Mission just space the two Orange. of us had our own space shuttle. We completed every freaking mission that Lieutenant Dan was throwing at us. And some additional Just positions, pain. I take it, too. Hey, easy. When you get pinned to the back of the seat, it's a whole lot of Kegel exercises. That's all I'm going to say. It's, it's a, <laughs> you can't really thrust. It's a whole new world in zero It's a whole G. lot of just, you know, squeezing the banana. So my idea, I looked at what's in Hollywood Studios right now. I looked at what's in other parks. And with the addition of Flight of Passage... 
I mean, it's, it's like everything's been done. Even if you try to do something cool that involves projection and some innovative harness system or something, it's like, oh, okay, that's flight of passage. Or, oh, okay, that's just soaring, which flight of passage is just soaring, but, you know, ratcheted up like 10 more years with the current technology we have available to us. So it's like, you know, I, I thought, <clears throat> what's missing from Hollywood Studios? Hollywood Studios doesn't have, and I'm thinking right now, and I'm, yeah, they don't have a single, with the exception of, you know, the slinky ride that's coming, that's coming. There's no getting away from it because they've already got tracks laid. Pretending that doesn't exist, Hollywood Studios doesn't have an outdoor thrill ride. Unless you count trying to get out of Fantasmic. They, they, <laughs> or, when the, or when the windows open on Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. That's not really that, out. No, that, yeah. that's... Now, you know what, Mikey? You know what, Mikey? You're right. I, I never, never thought about that. that. You never noticed that. Nothing is outdoors yeah. in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, same with nothing. Epcot. The la- yeah, same with Epcot. Uh, unless you count that window on Frozen... When you can see everybody going down the oh, well, uh, no, the, the section of track in test track when you're outside doing sixty miles an hour, yeah. which is the only the part of test track worth riding. I mean, I'd ride that Pretty shit much. for three minutes. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> Just part. Yeah, do me exactly. some more laps, Earnhardt. <laughs> anyway, the the Dale Earnhardt Senior experience. So that will think that's the experience. <laughs> oh, no, that was, poor taste. <laughs> we saw that end. Poor taste. That doesn't end well. It it ends quick. <laughs> But the original, the original part of that ride was you were the test dummy getting hit into the wall, and then the wall opens up and you get out in the track. It was just a, a test track one uh, is over test track two, hands down. Period. I don't care what anybody oh, absolutely. says. Absolutely, absolutely. My attraction is going to be located uh, in, in a pretty close proximity to Trenton's um, quick service. All right, because. I would recommend probably riding mine first and then going to eat. Um, you're gonna wanna you wanna wanna you definitely wanna wanna get a fast pass for Sid's space program. Now, if you remember from the first Toy Story that came out in 1908, uh, Sid was pretty confident that he could shoot them toys off into space there, strapping you know Buzz Lightyear to a rocket and what have you. So, you know, that's kind of what my whole ride steamed around. Um, you know, first off, the queue is going to be the total opposite of everything that's fun and friendly about every other Toy Story attraction on property. It, it's, it's where you have, you know, uh, everything is bright and cheerful at Midway Mania or even the Buzz and Woody meet and greet. You kind of have a little tongue-in-cheek, you know, where you get strapped to the, the little rocket with, like, big fat Velcro or whatever. No, no, my shit's going to terrify you. Um, I'm thinking when you walk in, uh, you obviously you enter from outside, you go into an interior and indoor queue, and it's like really dark with a few pinpricks of light coming from overhead. And, and the longer you're in there, your eyes kind of gradually adjust to it. You realize that the, the ceiling is kind of misshapen. It's not flat. It, 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 it doesn't necessarily move, but it kind of flows. And... Uh, in the background, you can kind of hear Sid, you know, talking to himself. And, and, and you have shadows that pass across the ceiling that cover up those pinpricks of light because you can tell someone's walking around on the outside of whatever you're inside of. And, and as you go through this queue, because I'm expecting this thing to have like a five-hour wait, like, you know, Avatar, 
you realize that you've been in a bag. It's on the floor. And you exit the queue, you realize that you're actually inside of uh, Sid's, um, that red shed from his backyard. Okay, you're like a, 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 a bag that was on the floor, and you walk out and you see like like destroyed toys, you see appendages laying around, arms and feet, and like freaking doll's eyes that when you get up close to them, they blink, you know, on their own. Because you, we've all seen those dolls, they're, they're kind of creepy, you stand, you know, you hold them vertical, their eyes are open, you lay them down, their eyes close, and I still don't understand the physics of that, and it, it always creeps me out, so I'm thinking, <laughs> you've got these creepy doll's eyes, you know, the black eyes, like a doll's eyes, and, 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 and you know, they just kind of blink. Thanks, Quinn. Thank you. Uh, you know, <laughs> on their own, and, and, and all, these, all these bits and pieces are life-sized because you're toy-sized. And it's it's kind of morbid. It fits in with Trenton's theme, and that's kind of what I was going for. I was like, you know what, Trenton's got good ideas. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna work all this together. Okay, not as good as Tim's, but still, it's a good idea. <laughs> and, and 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 I'm gonna piggyback off of it, like like any good mooch would. So you know, you, you look around and you see all these appendages, and you see all this stuff, and you're like, holy shit, this is terrifying. And you still see this shadow passing around, you know, because you see like the, I'm going to say it's like a projection almost, like the door is cracked at the far end of the queue. Um, and every once in a while you see a shadow of a cross of it. And you always, you always hear Sid's ridiculous voice going on because he's, he's scheming with his braces and his huge fucking chipmunk cheeks. I just, I don't understand why Pixar made his cheeks look like that. It don't make any sense. But I think the best part of this, um, short of the ride, because the ride is gonna be phenomenal. But I want um, the uh, the cast members that help you into the ride vehicle. I want their like their costume to kind of look like it's mismatched, almost like they may have pants on one leg and like half of a skirt with tights on the other, or shorts and tights on the other. So it looks like they have two different kinds of legs. Sid. Is all about, you know, mixing and matching pieces and stuff like that. And I want them to look like they're haggard and, and worn down and filthy and just, uh, just, just, just looking rough, you know. And, and I want all of them to have this thousand-yard stare, you know. Like they never, really, they never really look you in the face. They just got to look on their eye like they have seen some shit. Okay. I, I, want, I want that that whole thing going on. And because of all these cool little, uh, I say little, but they're life-size, like arms and legs and shit from all these other toys, I'm thinking you can hide some Easter eggs in there from other Disney movies that had merch put out for them, you know? And, and hell, why not put, like, some Star Wars toy stuff in there? Frickin' a life-size lightsaber hilt that's been damaged and broke up or something like that. You know, just just just, just something cool because I don't want this to be an interactive uh, cue necessarily. I just want it to be able to hold a lot of people and have cool shit to look at. Um, but yeah, okay. So you get through the queue and, and there's the ride vehicle. And basically, um, when you get to the ride vehicle, it's kind of a... You get into it and you lay on your back. Which is a little bit different for other from most ride vehicles, um, uh, unless it's prom night, in which case it's <laughs> the norm. 
But, uh, you know, you get in there, you lay on your back, it's kind of a padded kind of thing. It, it, it's mostly shaped in the, the shape of a, uh, a body kind of, to, you know, to kind of help hold you in place, you know, or whatever. And, you know, you, you lay down, the cast member comes over and seems a little too eager to get your restraints put in place. You know, kind of. I want them to play that part up, you know. Like, they're really excited to get you in this vehicle and get you secured. But you also have a, uh, you know, it comes across your midsection. It comes down under under your, your, your crotch area to keep your jewels intact. And then something comes across your ankles. So, basically, you're bound and gagged up, uh, you know, in, in this vehicle. And the cast members, like I said, all too happy to be doing this. They've all read Fifty Shades of Grey. So... You're on your back, and you're staring at the ceiling of this shed. And in the background, you still hear Sid stomping around. Because I really I really want to play this part up. That he's in charge of everything that's going on. And you hear him cheering after the sound of, like, a rocket taking off. and But then, like, as soon as it takes off and he cheers, it pops. And he gets all pissed off, and he's all stomping around. He's angry, screaming, like, angry kid stuff, but not quite swearing. Because he's only, like, 13. And that's when you realize that the ride vehicle you've been strapped onto is kind of like the top third of a model rocket. Okay, um, it's it's it, it's not like the full rocket, but it's like the, the like I said, the top third. And, and and the the vehicle is kind of curved, kind of curved to match the curve of the rocket, but not 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 completely because. Jesus, you don't want to be on the outside of that and be laying on your side. Okay, you still want to be kind of sort of flat. But that, that's when you realize that you've basically been strapped in because of these treacherous toys that sold your ass out to keep themselves alive. As long as they keep putting the new toys that come out of the bag on these rockets, they don't get blown up. So once you're all hooked up and everybody's in place, then the audio cue kind of changes a little bit. And you, 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 know, you kind of hear Sid running into the shed saying, Oh, look, there you are. Hope you're not afraid of the dark. And you, the vehicle kind of transitions and moves you into like this big tunnel, um, which is basically kind of like a tube. And at the end of the tube is like either it's either a projection or an LCD. I don't know. Eh, whatever. I'll leave that to the people that count beans. But you've got Sid pe- peering down the tube and just like this big close-up of his eyeball. And he's taunting you the whole time. And basically he's talking about, you know, he's happy you volunteered to be part of his experiment uh, for the experimental launch tube, um, and you're attached to, you know, uh, rocket Alpha 113, and he's ready to put you on a launching pad. And when he does this, you kind of feel the ride vehicle move because it transitions from being horizontal to vertical, which means you go from laying on your back to being, you know, supported vertically. And that's when he starts counting down. He gets to zero. He, you know shoots the button or whatever and like this this tube fills up with some smoke and using the same kind of uh magnetic um you know propulsion technology that's on rock and roller coaster except obviously we're going to come up with something that's really awesome for this i want it to shoot you out of this tube and you basically go out of this interior queue you get shot out to outside and, you know, the track goes up and, and turns 90 degrees, which basically means you go up and next thing you know, you're on your back looking up at the actual honest to God sky. You have no idea what the hell is going on. And then it kind of starts turning you around and dropping you straight back down and you go into a, a twist. So you're basically being uh, supported by the inverted. track. It's like an inverted kind of thing, but you're, you know, you're looking at the ground. 
and and, and you, you kind of go through this whole swirly thing in basically in, in Sid's backyard. You know, you're doing some loops, you're doing some inversions, you're doing some twists. Uh, you got the picnic table you're going to go through and all this shit. And, and on the ground, you'll have all the toys that he built, that he mangled, you know, from Toy Story Run, Toy Story 1. Well, the ones that aren't being used in Trenton's, uh, you know. Toy Story Run, serve. it's now Cannibal Run. <laughs> Toy Story Run, it, it's, it's, it's more like a Mario Kart game, really. Let me take another I like that uh, swig idea. of my... Okay, it sounds now, painful. Now my mind's right. Oh, no, I want this to hurt. Um, I, I'm, my, my, my idea for this whole track system is you go up and you come backwards and you're facing the sky. And then as you start going down, you go into a little twist. So you're underneath the tracks. And then I want you to go into an outside loop because those suck. And then when you come out of the outside loop, I want to twist so you go right into an inside loop. So you have two different feelings of G-forces pressing your body. And I want you and to be able to... standing up? Well, no. You're, you're being hung off the track. When it launches well, you, like, you're in a standing kind of position. But from all... It's like the Superman ride at Six Flags. Except I want you oh, to be able to taste ride. your that taint. That ride had to be the most uncomfortable yeah. ride I ever rode in my life. That's what I'm, I'm sorry. shooting for. I'm not saying yours would be. No, no, it would be. I I'm passed sure. out on that ride. Because you got this business holding your crotch in place. But what I want is I want you to go through all of Sid's backyard with, a, and you're still attached to this rocket and, you know, whatever it takes to make smoke go at the ass end of it, whatever. But toward the end of all this, you know, swirling through the grill and the, the picnic table, whatever, your rocket starts losing altitude and you start going down and you're going down toward and the, the, the picket fence between Sid and Andy's house. And as you go down through that fence... You're still looking at the sky, and, and well, you're looking at the fence because you're going down from looking at the sky to look at the fence. The track's going to do one more um, slight inversion, so you're hanging underneath it, and then you go right through a gap in between the fences, 90 degrees to the surface of the earth. Um, the whole point is, I need when you come out the fence, you're going to be on your back looking at the sky again. Okay? So as this ride comes to a close... As this ride comes to a close, you are ten toes up, laying on your back, coming to a coming to a, a halt, and and I, I have it envisioned in my head as it slows, like the braking system, like slows you down and then lets you go, and slows you down and then lets you go because you're still descending a little bit, and like the dirt's build up around you. So as you kind of descend, it looks like you're carving into the dirt. As you go down, and you come to a stop underneath, like a. Uh, a plant, a palm frond, you know, some type of whatever. And when you come to complete stop, there's a life-size animatronic of Buzz Lightyear looking down at you. And he's basically telling you that they've been watching what's going on over there. He commends you for your intelligence and um, your ingenious plan of escape from Sid, as well as your ace flight ability. And then calls on some help from the little green Martians to help pull you to safety. Um, at which point you end up being dragged. Because the whole thing stops like right at almost like the crawl space of Andy's house. 
And the Martians drag you inside, you get out of the rocket, the cast members welcome you to Andy's house where you're safe, you walk up a little ramp, and then you exit into the gift shop. You go through like a mouse hole into the gift shop, and right around the corner is a great place to get some barbecue if you're in a hurry. I I want I, I want to this. <laughs> Me too. This ride scares the shit. This would be the most thrilling ride on property. And that's why I want to ride this. This would make me throw up everywhere. And I'm I'm not uh, I'm not one to usually get sick on roller coasters, but for some reason when I did that <laughs> Superman ride, that fucked with my equilibrium so bad, I had to sit down for a good twenty minutes afterward. I want to uh, ride it just to go from the outside loop right into an inside loop. Nope, no pass. Sorry. I'm good with upside I'm, down. Not going to do this one. I'm totally into this because, one, Disney... Look, I don't want Disney to turn into Six Flags. But Disney doesn't have a super thrilling roller coaster. I mean, other than other than rock and roller coaster. See, but rock and roller coaster is not... You see, here's... Disney World does it. I think Space Mountain is more thrilling than Rock and Roll. I agree with that. <laughs> but, Disney, but Disneyland, that Scream Coaster is awesome. The, the, um, oh, uh, California Scream. Which California is going to be renamed something with the Incredibles. Great coaster. Like, I, we, Tim and I ride coasters. True. We go to Dorney. We go coaster. to Hershey just to ride the coasters. It's a nice, long, looping coaster. It's an awesome ride. But this it is well, it, Mikey, no. it is a good ride. We, we don't have that. No, we don't. But but my, Mikey explained is is too extreme for me. I'm not oh. gonna lie. <laughs> I <laughs> no, will be see, I, I'm totally down for this because like it's it's the doll's eye. It, it's that blinking doll's eye. That's, no, that's, it's the <laughs> whole ride vehicle lying down on my back with the freaking. Because if you ever rode Superman, that harness just fucking digs into your sternum and pushes on your stomach. They don't want you to fall out. No, I understand it that. It looks bad like, when, if, if people actually Superman on Superman. Uh, I agree, but at this but when you're going through the G forces and that thing pushes down on your stomach, you're about ready to lose your lunch if you're not like if you That's why you follow up my ride with a trip over to the uh Not if you're doing whatever the hell Trent called his what'd you call yours, Trent? Trenton? It was uh Sid's backyard barbecue. Sid's Backyard Barbecue, which actually doesn't make sense because why would you go back into his backyard? Wow. <laughs> well, after that, I don't think you would. No, but. because after that, people are throwing up all over the backyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trenton, you've look, ruined my I, ride. I, think, I hope you're happy. <laughs> I think, I honestly think this would be a good, it would be a good ride for... Hollywood Studios, because Hollywood Studios has the only, really the only two thrilling rides on property. Really, the like the mm. the real extreme rides on property with Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. See, but do you feel uh, Everest? But is, every, yeah. Everest is definitely up there, but it doesn't go upside down like Rock and yeah, Roller. Yeah, there's but no inversions. But then you can call. Can you call Tower of Terror, which is a totally controlled. Drop and elevating experience, a true extreme ride, man. Yeah, because I've seen some of the faces on Tower of Terror's photo. That just people well, flash things. That doesn't people scream on. I've the seen stupidest some people things. who look like they're about to do, die. Do I need to pull my pictures up again from 2015? 
Yes, but I've also seen kids cry during um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and people are horrified on that. I'm not. I'm not talking about kids. I'm talking about grown adults. You know, my first With the idea sheer terror for a ride, in their face. My first idea for a ride was a blend of Tower of Terror and Star Tours, as though you're like a toy getting plucked from the crane in a toy thing, and have that whole thing. But the more I thought about, it, I was like, eh, Tower of Terror has been done, and Star Tours, and they're all in the same fucking park, so. I just need to no, no. I like that's, this. That's actually Guardians of the Galaxy now. And this exactly. That was. Oh, I, I was also kind of thinking. So that's bad. kind of Guardians of the Galaxy. So I, you know, I went this route, and I thought, you know, I like. I give Disney props for putting a second coaster into Hollywood Studios. Slinky, I'm going. I'm probably going to end up riding it because I like those milder. I like the milder coasters, but. We're all going to end up riding. What, I'm not what I've not got envisioned, it. It, like Scott said, it's more of a Six Flagsy kind of coaster because it's something that you know theme park reviews is going to come and be like, let's drive this roller coaster. It's going to be badass. In that, I, I wouldn't call it badass. It's going to be fun. It's going to be enjoyable, but it's not going to be like you're not going to be. You're not going to get off that ride and be like, oh my god, that was amazing. I felt like I'm alive. The height requirement is going to be 40 inches. Oh, good. yeah. Oh, no. I don't want kids <laughs> yeah. on this. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be low. Because when you get uh, off, you're going to go over to the burlesque show and look at titties. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, what is mine train? <laughs> Motorboat. <38? laughs> Motorboat. Is mine train 38? Couldn't tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm big enough to ride it, so I don't pay attention. True. <laughs> We don't have anybody that's yeah, little enough to kids, not ride it. So, so all of my kids yeah. can get on it. So I'm just, I'm just like, let's ride everything except the ride that I envisioned because apparently you got to be five feet three inches tall. Sorry, Scott, to ride Your it. Your ride will probably have to be like seven foot tall. <laughs> no. And if you want something more thrilling, I'll get rid of two of the restraints. No, seven, seven Dwarves is thirty eight. So Slinky Dog is probably going to be forty. Mikey's is definitely going to be like fifty four. <laughs> I want I want someone getting off of this and barfing up a Mickey waffle. I like bringing a um, Cedar Point style coaster into the park because there's there's the reason people go to Universal is because they have more thrilling rides. This is a way to draw some of those people back to Disney to get the. Well, I don't want to just go to Disney and be like surrounded by kiddie rides. This is our way to get those people back. Have a real adult coaster. Have a an adult themed land. See, I have the exact opposite fear. And it has nothing to do with that, but I don't necessarily want the six flags crowd in my Disney parks. They're already there. I mean, we get it, and everybody complains. I'm not saying me, because I love the drunk people at Epcot. I think it's the funniest street atmosphere you ever see in your life. But as is people complain about the t- kids getting too drunk and the adults getting too drunk and the foul language. Wait, the, ki- <laughs> the kids, kids getting, getting too, too drunk? drunk? Teenagers, I'm saying. Like early oh, okay. teen- like 20s, you know, the ones who can't handle their alcohol. Yeah, 20, None of my kids can handle their liquor, so I don't know where you're coming yeah, from, Adam. The, you know, like the 21-year-olds, the ones who, ca- who truly can't party. I'm not saying like the ones who can't handle their alcohol where they're on vacation and they forget who they are and they're cursing and they're dropping the F-bond and they're throwing up in the bushes. I don't necessarily need that in Hollywood Studios. I don't necessarily need that kind of – I don't need the people that 
<coughs> our local Six Flags attracts coming to Disney. Well, I think the difference, though, is that your local Six Flags tickets are around 60 bucks. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, no, they're not. Really? Oh, not, not what, is, what is Six Flags? Great Adventures uh, is... Great Adventure. I think 80 or 90 80 or $90. Really? Is it really? Yes. Shit, I'm going to Dallas, guys. I'll see y'all later. I want to say... I'll look it up real quick if I can pull it up. But Six, Six Flags? Flags Granted, last time I went to Six Flags was in the 90s, so... Yeah, yeah well, I'm going to make my own Toy Story Land with Blackjack and hookers. There he goes. <laughs> he had to say something off of a GIF. It's GIF? Not, that's not a GIF. It's a meme. And, uh... Meme? It's a meme? Yeah, meme? Right? It's a meme? <laughs> that's, how, that's how I would expect fucking Scott to say it. It's a meme you know, like on the Drew Carey show. It's a meme. Show. It's a meme. <laughs> There's $77 for general admission. That's not that bad. For Great Adventure, the park looks like shit. When was the last time oh, you... <laughs> I mean... I, I've, I've never... I haven't been to Six Flags since 2007. And that was Six Flags last St. Last time Louis. I think we were there was 2005 or six. I've lived in... First of all, I've lived in New Jersey for... Um, I'm going on my ninth year now. No, my tenth year. My tenth year. And I've never been to Six Flags Great Adventure. Really? You yeah, should go I, just to check it out. If you like roller coasters, you should go to just check it out. But my sister-in-law is always wanting me to go, and I'm like, oh, it's just Six Flags. Just go during the week, not on a weekend. Yeah. I think you would enjoy Hershey better. That's just my personal opinion on that. Six Flags Over Texas yeah, but, is 63 bucks. I've, I've been, uh, Mikey. I've been to Six Flags Over Texas. I'm sure you have because you lived here. Yes, when he went to the London, or was it the England? <laughs> the England. No, he, he no. was flying to when, the London out of the okay. St. Louis when he stayed in the Texas. <laughs> okay. No, it was when I lived in the Colleyville. <laughs> As we look, I I think honestly, Toy Story rides, Toy Story Land is going to be fun. It's going to be enjoyable. It's going to be cute. It's, it's going to be, be cute. cute. But I think I think ours is better. I would like to see this adulted up just a little bit. So maybe Disney, as you're listening to this, Bob and Bob and Meg. Bob, I've already got my ride built in a, in a 3D SketchUp model program. Just, just call me. He does. He does. 906. So Bob, Bob and Meg, if you're listening, take a little advice and just adult this up real quick. You know, find a way to adult it up. And Meg's in nudes. What you really need is a huge shopping area because while all the guys are in Star Wars land, most of the wives with the kids are going to be stuck in Toy Story land. And Toy Story you, land, yeah. All you need is a nice, like, department store and you'll be all set for... Well, well even... <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Even if you put, like, um, a couple a years ago, sun, Sunglasses <laughs> Hut made yeah. their way to Magic Kingdom. Put a Sunglasses Hut in Toy Story land. Put uh, put uh, like a Sephora in there, and you'll make a lot of money. You know, if, if Starbucks doesn't go in there and theme it somehow to Star Wars, they are freaking they will missing never out. Do, it. do not then put a Starbucks in Star Wars land. I will fucking. They cannot put a Starbucks shit. in. No. First of all, Starbucks would never get behind it. Because it's well, too limited of a dr- I worked for Starbucks. It's too limited of a drink menu for one location. But but Mikey Mikey, the Star Wars fans they're not into 
they're, they're not going to do coffee. I'm, I, you know what? I'm going to call bullshit on that. No, I call bullshit on that too because they'll do coffee things, but like I want – there's this one French press that I want, which is R2-D2, and that's oh, all God. coffee thing. I will kill for that. <laughs> I really want it. I can't find it anywhere. But that's besides the point. Um, I'll stick with my $5 French press from Ikea. Mm, I have a $20 one, but I really want the R2-D2 one. Anyway, <laughs> um, I don't care. But the thing is, is that in order for that to work, it can't be Starbucks. I don't want Starbucks in there. Same well, thing. I, mean, it's just, I don't want Starbucks and Pandora. It's the same kind of situation. I, I don't, don't know. Yes. Yeah, it's $50. I will never spend that kind of money on it. He, he literally just described that, Trin. I, I, Scott, the thing I will about never spend Star that kind Wars of is if you attach anything to Star Wars, Star Wars fans are going to buy it. I'm not even a huge Star Wars fan. My wife has her tubes tied, but you put Tauntaun condoms in the gas station bathroom, I'm probably going to give you 75 cents for one. Like, does it look like... Is it... But 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 Mikey at the end to, Tauntauns get sliced. You need the size of a Java, and that's the end of that. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't need the beginning. I just need the end of it, Adam. <laughs> um, but no, I like I, I I just I'm excited for Toy Story Land. I just wish it would be a little bit more. Like this is a kids. This is a kids area. And and don't get me wrong. Hollywood Studios needs more kid-friendly stuff. They just need more stuff. They do need more stuff. It's a bunch of buildings that aren't being used for jack shit. And this is a good way to get more stuff in there. Well, they started tearing down some of the buildings, actually. Yeah, a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is a good way for them to get a little more stuff in there. It's fine. It'll be fun. But hopefully, maybe they, they expand on this. As time goes on and make, you know, have a bar. I mean, like, just have somewhere you, where you can get drinks. I think that's why we got tap line first. Probably. Baseline? Baseline, tap line. I call it tap line because it's all beer. That's, and they have a yeah. wine tap. It's so, also I'm called sorry. the baseline tap house. So it's, easy. it's close. I'm just combining all the names. I, I will say I do like um, part of Scott's idea about having some type of a comedy vaudeville kind of thing i think something like that would probably go over okay in hollywood studios it's a show but it's something if it's comedy and it's you know more geared toward the the problem with disney though is you can't start slapping age restrictions on anything inside of a park i think that's where you're going to have a huge problem you can do it at springs you can't do it in the parks i mean i mean do we do we all kind of feel that this is going to be a little bit of Magic Kingdom inside Hollywood Studios? Yep. Fantasyland. No. I I honestly feel that it's going to be more along the lines of an Animal Kingdom kind of hokey Well, it's going to be like original system. Fantasyland. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking more along... Um, no, I'm thinking more along the lines of Hester and Chester's area. I'm sorry, I don't think that we're going to get this highly themed, highly developed Toy Story area. I think we're going to get some theming with half-assed carny rides at the end of the day. You know, I said yes to your question, Scott, and after Adam's compelling argument, I'm going to agree with him. Especially with the moving up of the deadline to be finished. 
I feel like it's going to be very watered down. Yep. That, and that was my fear. As like the whole point of this was, you were gonna be shrunk down to the size of a toy, and you were going to go into Andy's backyard, and there was gonna be these houses where you would like go through, and then all of a sudden you feel like you're the size of a toy. There's like Lincoln log buildings. I just feel like I I do. I feel like Adam's right. This is going to be theming with some mediocre rides. Mm-hmm. They're going to take all the shit from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and just scatter it around the land. It, it, yeah. it, it's yep. not even Honey, yep. I Shrunk the Kids, though. It, it's Hester and Chester's. It's rides that have already been built. It's it's all prefab stuff. It's stuff that they already have. The roller coaster, they didn't really design for this. They, hi- they no, it's, outsourced it's it. No, it's the Kima. Right. The, we already have the claw ride in Disneyland... It's just different theming, probably different music. I think I don't limiting it to just Toy Story instead of making it really a Pixar land is is probably what 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 gets them because I, you you can do more I if agree. you encompass all of Pixar. I definitely I mean, agree. What, I, yeah, I know that the Radiator Springs Racers is pretty much just like a two lane uh, test track, kind of. No. Absolutely not. No. no well, no. It, it's it's better, no, it's better. It's better. It's way better theming. It, I mean, no, this and the ride is, itself is way better. No, I mean, from riding this ride, it truly. This is what Disney does at its truly best. It transports you someplace else. This attraction truly does that, and I don't think we're going to get that from what's coming in Toy Story. Oh Man. no, there's no way. No, I I just and it's going to be a letdown. But this. You are in this ride, it transports you, it takes you there, and I don't see that feeling from anything that they're showing right now for Toy Story Land. I mean, I'll, I'll say that the Slinky Dog Dash track looks good. It looks pretty thrilling. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a linear induction launch, which is fun, but then at the same time, you have like a, you know, like a 20-foot high Jesse standing on some blocks at the top of a uh, at the top of your like apex and it just it just seems weird it just seems forced right it, it it's a carny ride yeah it's hester and it's, chesters it's if you theme it's it's one of those coasters where if you prime example if you took this coaster and replaced it with goofy would it matter no if you i re- mean it, that's what i mean it's a ride built by a conglomerate Mac rides that builds rides all over the world. I mean, they build six flag rides. They build universal studios, Japan. They, I mean, they build everything. It just seems like it was not right, imagineered. No, period. No, no, it was bought. It wasn't imagineered. That's what that's it was what bought. This and is. then imagineered. It was bought and themed. Or plus stop yeah. in this situation yeah. plus, which is what which is what Dinoland was was that's, exactly. That's, it's not something that anybody that's over the age of fifteen is excited about. Probably not. I want to walk probably through not. it. I want to see what it looks like. But if it's not done right, I'm going to be disappointed. So thank you all for joining us this this week on Three Sheets of the Mouse. If you enjoy the show, head over to iTunes, write up a review of the show. It's the best way for other Disney fans to find the show. 
If you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, we're at Three Sheets Podcast. But the best way to join join our discussion and catch some of the live shows is to head over to www.facebook.com slash group slash Three Sheets. That's where you can become part of the Three Sheets Nation. You can share your in-park pictures, share how you keep it Disney at home. And if you have friends that love Disney, invite them. Because Tony Stevens, he just invited two people. And they're going to get welcomed in right now. Uh, Sandy Adcock Hawkins, Emily Nicole Hawkins, welcome to Three Sheets. Uh, we're going we're gonna to add you in here in the group. Uh, go over to facebook.com slash group slash Three Sheets. That's where you'll have a lot of fun. And uh, I hope I am speaking for my other, my other co-host here, is that Facebook is the only way that we're, you're going to get some of our upcoming live episodes midweek that will not be released on podcast that will just basically sit here and talk star wars or stop talk just rubbish mostly the rubbish, have drunken conversations in new year's that i don't remember having <laughs> <laughs> so we will do some live streams uh during the midweek that will not be posted on the podcast so if you want to listen to those if you want to watch those join us uh, last our last live stream had over 600 comments. It's a lot of fun. Uh, people commenting back and forth on the live show has nothing to do with us, really, and that's the best part about it. There was a frog dick. So, there, <gasps> yes, there was a frog dick, which um, it was froggy. Frog, <laughs> frog dick pics. I still have to listen to that episode because you know, I, I missed one episode and you guys go off the rails. I, <laughs> I wasn't there to babysit you. Hang, hang on, Tim. Let me show you a frog out. dick. <laughs> I don't necessarily want to see a frog dick. Oh, he's got he's got it on lock. I'm sure. Well, listen, he, he, this is, you're talking about the guy who his life revolves around cloaca. So of course you're gonna have a picture of a frog. Uh, you know what? Frogs don't have one of those because they got a full blown Johnson. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's the newest the newest gas station wine craze. Frog cock. Frog dick. <laughs> so as we finish up tonight's show. Um, Mikey. Okay, here's the deal. Um, I don't think I've, uh, for Magical Meltdown, put up a new shirt in a long time because I just haven't had the inspiration yet. And, and I'm waiting for something to strike me as, hey, I need a new shirt like this. And all of a sudden, I sound like Barney from The Simpsons. I, I just got a, a huge inspiration just from talking about Frog Dick. You want a Frog Dick <laughs> shirt? You want, no, you want Prince frog, Naveen frog hung to the... Stop it. You weren't here for that show. <laughs> No. <laughs> make well, make sure he's waxed because that is one vote away from being a tie. Yeah, it is. It, it's it's close, and I want to thank everybody who voted, but all you assholes who stayed up to watch us talk. <laughs> um, no, I just you know want to thank everybody that that listens and pays attention and recommends their friends to come join us. And really, I want to say, hey, everybody that that ran out there on the uh, the Disney marathon business this past uh, week. Um, the Nam Dukes, uh, I, I want to ah, shit, I've been making up a name. Bothwell, Bothwell, Bothothwell. Monica, ran, Monica Bothwell? Uh, I think hey, it's Bothwell. Listen, you can say her name wrong. I'm just going to say it really wrong. That way, it's cool. Um, the Trostla, but not the Trostla, the, uh, the shoemaker, the cobbler. True. The cobbler ran, and, I, cobbler. and that oh, was yeah. great. Um, no, Lauren, Lauren and her friend ran. Chris is smarter than them. Yeah, yeah Chris, you, Chris had to watch guys, his daughter, a.k.a. got out of running. You, you guys are uh, like, 
exactly Chris why I drink. I drink so you guys can run. So the Miami Mafia ran. They did, and I to be okay. Here's the deal. I got a phone call from uh, the Miami Mafia while they were running. Uh, Michael Hernandez called the Three Sheets Hotline and woke my ass up Sunday morning. Which is impressive, because so, I can't even breathe when I'm walking up the stairs, so... <laughs> Saturday morning, he called, and, uh, you know, he he said, hey, what's up? And he ended it with, this was a bad idea. So I'm not entirely sure what happened when he hung up, if he tripped over a kid or ran into, a, you know, a, one of them cool running, jogging strollers, or ended up, you know, laying in, in Dopey's arms. But it... We always appreciate phone calls. I guess is where I'm going with that, and I don't think we get near enough of them, even though we got a shitload over the uh, the the New Year's weekend. And we'll we'll include one at the end of this episode. I don't know which one it'll be, but probably Sydney Wagaspex. Wagaspex. <laughs> I learned that this weekend. Wagaspex. I, I I I'm not hooked on phonomics, uh, but you know, I just I handle the the three sheets hotline and I really enjoy it when people leave messages because I get to listen to them before anybody else does sometimes I accidentally answer it and I'll surprise you like I did uh, listener Chris Trostel um, he didn't know really what the hell was going on he thought he called like dominoes or something like that so call and or text 407-906-4698 that's your three sheets hotline you can call us you can even text us frog dick pics it's all cool <laughs> We've gone from nudes to frog dick pics. At this point, I'll take whatever I can get. <laughs> 49 weeks, uh, Scott. All I want is for someone to make good on it. Trenton has shown you his boobs. I've shown We've everybody showed mine. You his boobs. I, I did the shower beer first. We need to do this again? <laughs> yeah, we've done it all. <laughs> boobs. Oh, it's full Mardi Gras there. <laughs> oh my gosh, Tritton has like no chest hair. Mm-mm. Nope. He has like He's 20. It's all my face. Yeah, that's that's obscene. He's fucking 20 Are you years old. American? He shouldn't have chest hair yet. He has, he has about 10 times more <coughs> chest hair than I do. Well, Scott. Well, you really, I Scott. Know. Scott's <laughs> like, I do get waxed though. So. <laughs> I have like one long one right here. Scott, my hemorrhoids grow a better beard than you do. Yes. Uh, Adam. All right, guys. So all kidding aside, thanks for everybody. You guys kind of made a little team of this run, and that was freaking awesome. I'm so happy that actual people made plans to meet up without us there. Our next unofficial meetup will be Brent and Sydney's wedding honeymoon party. Honeymoon. Honeymoon, and I, I don't know if they have an official date for their meetup, but they are going between April twenty second and 29th. and then there is our May meetup, which will be May fifteenth, and Tim and I will be hosting that one sometime somewhere in downtown Disney. It looks like the Polite Pig is winning out because they have a really awesome bourbon selection, and I guess that's really about it. So keep those dates on your calendar if you're going to be down. Reach out to one of us. Maybe we can hook up, hang out in the parks, do whatever. Talk to y'all later. Have a great night. Also, Adam, as uh, as November gets closer, well, you know, this segues into Tim. Tim, as November gets closer. Yeah, we're starting to make arrangements now 
for our November meetup, which is the Wine and Dine race weekend, which I believe pretty much all of us are going, and there's a bunch of you guys going. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Currently, I don't plan on wearing any leggings, but who knows what happens between now and November. (laughs) You'll wear leggings regardless. We all may wear leggings for the race. Yeah, I am not wearing leggings for the race. He's not running. Are you you in for leggings? Oh, I'm not running. No, are you in for leggings? (laughs) I mean, I'll wear what the fuck ever. I don't care. Scott, leggings? I will wear them, but not running in them. I'll die. That's fine. I'm not not talking about running. We could do it at the after party. I mean... I mean... I mean, why not, really? Yeah, after party time. Scott, I'm you're the only one who care. didn't shave your head, and now you're going to be the only one who doesn't wear leggings, and you're the only one that can't grow a beard. I've worn <laughs> leggings before. I've worn leggings before. The thing is, though, when pairs. Scott wears leggings, it's just like, uh, millennial. I mean, you yeah. can you can wear jeans, you can wear your Uggs too in your puffy vest. No one's gonna judge you. <laughs> He's gonna yeah, wear I his boots with the fur. Jeans. Get it right, all right? You got the apple bottom <laughs> jeans. Trent, Trenton, you probably won't be surprised, but I actually do own a pair of Uggs. I'm a hundred percent not surprised. I'm actually I'm actually wearing a pair right now. No, you don't. Are those Ugg brand boots for real? Yeah. Wow. Ugg has a yeah, men's uh, line. Oh shit! Yeah, Tom Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady, spokesperson. Mikey, uh, men's. Yeah, and Tom Brady, men's. <laughs> there are quotation marks. There are quotations there. But anyway, Uggs aside, um, if you guys need roommates, check with other sheeters. If you guys want to come, well, I, just like a cruise turned into a huge. Sheeter meet and November is turning into a huge sheeter meet. So jump on board, get on down, and we'll have a great time. There are st- look, we booked uh, we booked our Disney cruise about three and a half months ahead of time. So there's still plenty of time to get on the October sailing out of New York. Uh, Tim, what's the date on that? October fourth, right? Fourth to the eighth, I believe. So that's the uh, October 4th sailing out of New York on the Disney Magic. There's plenty of time to get on that. If you look into it, book now, and you can get on the Disney Magic from October 4th to the 9th, right? It's Out of New York. The October 4th cruising. It's a five-night Halloween on the high seas Bermuda cruise from New York. Yeah, you sail sail down to Bermuda. You sail back to New York. You come. You can literally fly in and out of New York. It's it's a wonderful, wonderful ship. I I love the Disney Magic. You guys will too, and anybody who books it will will absolutely love it. So, and I'm going, and and so is my wife. And you can see what puts up with this shit, and you can meet my lovely wife Stephanie. And you, you might s- see Mikey's dinner plates at the pool. You it's will see Mikey's dinner plate at the pool. I'll even serve you lunch off of one of them. My left one. I keep my left one shaved. <laughs> there's no, there's no sushi uh, on the on the on the Lido. Deck. I don't taste like fish. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just come November instead and see all of us. Trent, close your remarks. Uh, I was actually, I was kind of. Uh, gonna just just uh give a shout out to everybody that ran this week that's much more physical activity than i get probably an entire year so you guys doing that and thinking of us enough to post your pictures and and your thoughts and call the fucking hotline while you're running like that shit blows my fucking mind um 
just continue to be part of our family every week and show us when you run and show us when you drink and make fun of Scott not having a beard and all, all that good stuff that we do. Just keep doing it with us. From all of us here at Three Sheets of the Mouse, thank you for making our show part of your Disney life. Thank you for your time, this time, and until next time, so long for just a while.